Hello, James here, and welcome to the James Cast. And I have a really special podcast for you right now. This is the 58th edition of Creative Mornings in Dubai. How do I fit into Creative Mornings? Well, I'm the host of Creative Mornings, actually. Along with Paul Kelly, I brought Creative Mornings to Dubai several years back. In fact, you can go check it out if you. Google Creative Mornings, all one word, and the word Dubai. You can take a look at the 58 different events that we've done. We've got videos of the speakers. They're all up there. We've got details. It's really a cool thing because Creative Mornings is all about creating an environment in your city where people can get together and get inspired by each other. And I know you might be saying, well, hey, doesn't, doesn't this already happen? Aren't there places where this can be done? And you know what? Truth be told, there are many events that take place and there are get-togethers and there are networking groups, but they all have an agenda. They all have an underlying motivation. Some of them cost money. Some of them bill themselves as training. Creative Mornings is really simply about getting together and talking about ideas and having a presentation by someone who facilitates a conversation. There's a Q&A. There's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of getting together and sharing. It used to be face-to-face. -face. Time of COVID, we've moved virtual for now. We all can't wait to get back to getting together at 8.15 in the morning before we go to work. But really what it's all about is celebrating this love of ideas and realizing that ideas are the thing that binds us all. And we're all creative in some way, shape, or form. And what if we just got together to, to share and talk? And yeah, you get where I'm going. Well, Nada Badron joins us for this month's edition of Creative Mornings. And Nada and I go way back because I work with Nada's dad. And over the years, I've heard and watched Nada go through her studies, start her business, it's been really an incredible journey, and I'm really, really fortunate that I had the opportunity to approach Nada and say, hey, would you be interested in speaking at Creative Mornings? And she said, absolutely. And so that's what we have here is Nada Badron's talk at Creative Mornings in Dubai. Why don't we get into it? This is the James Cast. My name's James Pikeway, and this is Creative Mornings. <laughs> Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and I'm the host of Creative Mornings in Dubai, and I would like to welcome you to the podcast version of our 58th event. The theme of this event was transit, and that theme was picked by our Cleveland chapter. The whole idea behind the theme is very simple. How do we make space for new ideas and creative energy while staying in the same place? Exploring this theme for us in Dubai was none other than Nada Badran. Nada Badran is a former strategy professional turned storyteller. She is the founder of a Dubai-based tourism business called Wander, Wander with Nada. And what she does is she offers cultural experiences and educational workshops in the UAE in place on the street, taking in the city transiting through the very world that we're trying to make sense of. Curious by nature, Nada started the company with the mission to offer an antidote to the on-the-grid travel. Unique, candid, unscripted, 
moments that make you go, ah, is what she's famous for. And then COVID set in and Nada was not in country. Transit became a very interesting thing for her, exploring the ideas of creativity, exploring the ideas of movement, exploring the ideas of self. Nada Badran joins us for our 58th event, Creative Mornings in Dubai, the theme, Transit. Welcome, Nada. Good morning. Hi, everyone. Uh, thank you, James, for this lovely introduction. Uh, I'm so glad to be here on Creative Mornings and very grateful to whoever is taking the time to wake up early or even stay awake with us today, depending on where you are in the world. I hope everyone can hear me clearly because I am so excited to talk transit with you guys today. And I'd like to first start off by pointing out that I am wearing the color of the day, which is orange. <laughs> and that is not something I do often. So there you go. That's for you, James. I would like to first start off by saying that the theme of, of course, this morning's talk is transit, which definitely does imply movement, right? And this definitely feels like a little bit of a tease, uh, especially during this time when what we're basically doing is staying indoors, right? And social distancing. Because in 2020, this is what transit has looked like, right? For so many of us, transiting between rooms in our houses, in our homes. But after bringing up the word with a few friends, I realized that it actually means you know, different things to different people. And so while we're talking today, I'd love for you guys to actually think about what it means to you and to just sort of share it with us in the chat. Um, I did a quick survey as well, and I asked people on social media, what is the first impression that comes to their minds when they hear the word transit? And so I would like to share with you a few of their responses. So... If you look over here, you're going to see, oh, wait, one second. Here we go. You're going to see in different um, sizes of fonts uh, the more frequent responses that I got. And you can see the most popular were airports, uh, temporary, time, journey. And so for a lot of people, airports is where they said they spend most of their time in right? Um, others found transit to be a place where no one really belongs and is just sort of like a pass by to their final destination, sort of like being in limbo. Um, some said freedom because they find it to be unplanned and very spontaneous. And so this really got me thinking because this question kind of reveals the differences and the perceptions that people have, right? What we think is understood from the meaning of the word transit I found for many people had a very personal, unique, and even reflective definition. And so I would like to share with you guys what the word transit is from my perspective. And in my perspective, transit's actually the promise of adventure that's spread out ahead. It is not just about the destination, but the journey of actually getting there. And being in transit for me is total freedom. Um, it's the, the ultimate opportunity to just be myself. It's really kind of discovering things in myself that I had no idea existed. And so you can imagine just how excited and what I t tend to look like when I am in my own travel transit, 
right? And I'm sure many of you, of course, look the same, uh, looking or waking up to go to work versus waking up to travel. And so say that you are going from country A to country B, right? There are so many things that you experience along the way. There's immigration lines, there's taxis, there's roads, there's attractions, there's strangers. Those are all the spots and interactions that exist at the boundaries between here and there. And without them, there would be little mystery, right? But too often we are in a rush to get to our destinations that we miss out on the joys of the journey. And I am guilty of this, of course, sometimes too. And so if you really just slow down and just pay attention to these transition zones and you just think of them maybe as, you know, destinations of their own right and not just bridges up, at, you know, to something up ahead, then you really widen your vision. And that is my first transit takeaway. Slow down and enjoy the in-between world. And for me, this is what 2020 has been all about. I mean, despite all of the challenges and the heartaches of this year, there have been some silver linings. Earlier in March of just this year, I actually took a trip to New Zealand, which was planned for two weeks. I hadn't been back in Oakland for almost 15 years, and so was just incredibly excited to be there again. And at the time, um, New Zealand had just kind of confirmed its sixth case of COVID, which is a really small number relative to, you know, the reported cases that were elsewhere in the world. And so everyone was just told to be extra careful, which we were. And then about a week or so later, uh, the Dubai International Airspace was closed, following similar shutdowns all over the world. And my flight back home was canceled. And so New Zealand then went into this super strict level four lockdown. And that's when everything in the country closed down except essentials and people were urged to stay in their bubbles. And those were the people that you could basically remain in contact with during COVID. And so like an estimated almost like 100,000 international visitors, I was stuck right? Stuck in transit and not able to go back home. And better yet, with no end date in sight. And, you know, now before I start seeing kind of everyone roll their eyes and tell me, wait, are you kind of complaining about being stuck in one of the most gorgeous places on this planet? Absolutely not. If anything, that period of transit in my life is something I would not have wished to have had in any other way. But the fact and the reality is there were so many unknowns, not knowing when this crisis would end or, you know, when I'd be returning back home or when my business, which I probably dedicated every waking minute to, would bounce back. And so my life was in transit. And so really, despite all of these challenges, I tried to always remember to look for the light and use all of my strengths and draw on whatever reserves I had to keep going. So for over a month of level four lockdown, like I said, the strictest, I stayed indoors and went out only to buy essentials. Trips to the supermarket became my cherished transits as did short walks around the block. And I too caved in and joined the banana bread club. <laughs> uh, I also took part in the Getty challenge, which was incredible fun. And for those of you that don't know it, um, 
just looking at this little post over here, the Getty Museum in LA actually asked people to recreate famous art paintings using objects from home and then to just post them and share them online. And so people of all ages, they posed in you know homemade costumes with their kids or their pets. Uh, they made backdrops of their living rooms. They used towels, toilet paper, and then just posted them online. And this challenge went viral. And posts were absolutely hilarious. I mean, you could really see the power of art and creativity pulling people together. It brought art lovers from all over the world who were just perfect internet strangers and were now in some way connected. And so I decided to join in on the fun and started digging into my suitcase for whatever I could put together. And so here are a few of what I came up with. This here is the girl with the pearl earring, which is something you've probably seen before. And then this one over here is Edward Munch's The Scream. And this is what I think any of us look like when anyone gets closer than two meters. <laughs> and I'm actually proud to say that this particular recreation was actually chosen as a favorite by the Getty Museum and is now featured in an actual book that they published. And that's called Off the Walls. So definitely super excited. Now, although I won't really be taking up a career in recreating paintings, it really was a reminder of the power of imagination. And so I just kind of want to remind everyone of that. That's my second transit takeaway. Never underestimate your creative powers. Explore things that give you fulfillment. Now, I mentioned earlier that my trip to New Zealand was supposed to be for two weeks, right? And then lockdown happened, and two weeks actually became one month, and then two, and then three, and finally months. And yes, you did hear me right, six months. During this time, New Zealand had actually come out of lockdown, and life was practically back to normal. And I'm talking no social distancing, no masks, no gloves, all the shops and the businesses were running again and things were in motion. And so my transit here actually took a big pivot because I was finally able to transit the country that I had been itching to do all of this time. And this is me now transiting in Middle Earth. Uh, at this stage, New Zealand borders were still closed to international travel. And, you know, nothing outside of Australia and the Pacific. So. Can you imagine just how much energy there was to just get out and wander? And there was a huge campaign to really just inspire Kiwis to travel domestically and explore their own backyard. And so they would say, do something new, New Zealand. And so I did. I bought a pair of hiking boots and pants that weren't jeans. And I wandered out of my comfort zone and all over the North Island, uh, connecting with Earth camping under the stars in the wilderness, hiking the mountains and enjoying just complete silence, which is very, I'd say different from the concrete jungle that I'm used to in Dubai. No Wi-Fi, no crowds. It was like looking at the world with different eyes. And so that is my third takeaway. The joy of life actually comes from our encounters with new experiences. And that there is actually a quote from uh, the movie Into the Wild. If you haven't watched that yet, that's pretty much, you know, the experience that I had uh, during my time in New Zealand. And I really, I know 
it is so hard to find new passions, right? We often make our own cages and kind of feel like we can't make progress or try new things. We, we might get inspired on one or two occasions, but then we get stuck. Now, where do we get stuck? We get stuck in the meh, as you can see in this photo over here. And I actually love the way that this phrase uh, is described by the author, who's actually a psychologist. Uh, she says that the meh section, which is right here in the middle, is when our current situation is not intolerable and we're not you know, miserable enough to change, but we're not happy or fulfilled either. We feel meh, right? And, and so, in her opinion, the meh can be the most dangerous place to be because the meh feelings, they're actually masking more difficult emotions such as fear or anxiety. And we distract ourselves sometimes with like everyday routine stuff just because we want to avoid change. And it's really only when we hit rock bottom is when and where the change happens. And so the idea is to actually stop the myth and to sort of prevent it from holding you back and stifling your own creativity. Find out what those stresses are in your life and then just isolate them and replace them with alternatives. Have you time to figure that out because only when you fill your cup, sorry, there we go, only when you fill your cup first can you really feel liberated and re-energized to help yourself and those who are around you. And so after almost six months of being stranded in New Zealand, I finally got the green light to go back home, but not without its caveats. I had to follow the new transit rules that were now in place and were changing practically by the minute. Airlines were running at limited capacity. Uh, COVID tests became a requirement pretty much wherever you wanted to go. Airport shops were closed. I mean, you would be walking and the place was completely deserted, which was very different from when I you know, got to New Zealand six months earlier. The spontaneity of travel was gone. And my transit experience was now dramatically changed and altered. But nonetheless, I was very grateful even for my altered transit. And so finally, I want to say that in my search for creative space, I became even more so grateful for the company that I was surrounded by, my bubble, as we called it in New Zealand, and for the friends and the other connections that I actually made along the way. And so this pandemic, in some way, it binds us together. It is a bond that is truly unshakable. And so my final takeaway is be grateful for those around you. And so on that note, I would like to leave you with this quote, which is actually one of my favorites. The real voyage of discovery consists not in seeking new landscapes, but in having new eyes. Thank you for listening. And please let me know if you have any questions. You have been listening to Creative Mornings in Dubai, the podcast version. Nada Badran joining us this month at Wander with Nada. If you want to find her on the socials, www.creativemornings.com. If you want to find out more about Creative Mornings, my name is James Pikeway. I'm the host. Look forward to talking to you again really soon. Mm-hmm.